and welcome into Hey Fighting Podcast brought to you by Marathon Petroleum. Get the most out of your drive. Jacob Hester, Matt Flynn, back with you another week. LSU 45, Ole Miss 20. LSU takes down a top 10 team inside of Death Valley. The scenes were fantastic. The vibes were immaculate. And outside of Matt Flynn, as you can see, with a shiner on his right eye, getting punched by maybe a Brad or a Chad on the way out of the stadium for talking trash. All was well last weekend in Baton Rouge. Yeah, and maybe if it was a black guy, that Brad or Chad would have a tiny little fist. <laughs> it's a little tiny. Yeah, yeah he's, tiny he's, he's got some like allergy issues going on, but it's a good, it's a, I think a great story, not even a good story, but mm-hmm. that really didn't happen. But LSU did in fact beat Ole Miss forty-five to twenty. It was a great game by LSU. Now yet again, LSU gets down seventeen to three because why not? 13 to nothing against Mississippi State, 17 to nothing against Auburn. Even the opening game in which you fell just a point short of overtime, you got down and found your way back. This team is showing a lot of grit. They got down again in this game, as I mentioned, but they find a way to win. It's not a recipe for success. I get it. It's not what you want. And certainly with the game coming up against Alabama, you don't want to get behind and have to make a comeback. But I'll tell you this. As somebody who can be too gritty to be pretty, I can appreciate them Mm. fighting their way back in these games and finding a way, not quitting, and in fact, getting stronger in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, what a great overall game day experience Saturday was. Like, I wasn't even at the game, Um, but just build up there's good games and just the build up to to an awesome game, a top 10 game in in Tiger Stadium and to play like we did I mean you said you find a way to win but past the first quarter we looked like the better team for the majority of the game and it's just been it was awesome to see the Tigers executing when they have to execute two weeks in a row now we've seen pretty clean play for the majority of the game no football game is ever going to be perfect you're not going to most of the times you're not going to go, especially with a top 10 team, a really a really good football team that's coming in hot, you're not going to look dominant the entire game, right? So there's going to be football's ebbs and flows. But what we did, we played clean. We played aggressive. We played – it seems like we're just playing more and more disciplined. We're getting more disciplined each and every week, and it's awesome to see. And to go out and beat a Ole Miss team – uh, I guess what do you call this? An old school rivalry? It's not a rivalry anymore, really. right? It's but old you, school. maybe our father's generation, and certainly yeah. our grandfather's, maybe even more so. It yep. was definitely a rival. You play for yep. a trophy. It's a trophy game. Magnolia. Is it a trophy game? Bowl. Burgundy. Is there? There is a trophy. Yes. Not when we played, but there is now. It's got a big magnolia right down the front. Like so, I guess. Harrison, you give us the thumbs up on the magnolia bowl. Can we fact yep. check this? Is there a trophy for it? Yes, I know there's a trophy. I've seen the trophy. What does it look like? like it's a, like just a big piece of wood with a magnolia flower. Why don't they do that anymore? Do what? The trophy. They did. It was in the locker room after the game. Oh, I thought you said it was something they used to do. No, they did not do it when we were playing is what I said. Hmm. You remember the old school NCAA video game? Yeah, trophy And games. they had the trophy game. They yeah. would actually – I don't remember the magnolia trophy being it, on there. Because it wasn't a thing then. But it's a thing now? Yes. It's new? Ish. Ish. Huh. All right, cool. Trophy game. Yep. But it's an old. But it's not a new. It's an old rivalry. It is. So it you is. would think it's an old. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. we it's won. a lot to break down. We there. dominated. A lot to break um, down. There. And we just seen constant improvement. And we've talked, and we like to think at least that we can give you kind of like an unbiased, but obviously we're LSU biased people. 
We cheer for LSU, good, bad, ugly. But we try to give you a, an unbiased, honest opinion of what the film shows here on this podcast. And we've had weeks where we have not said many good things. We've tried to pump some sunshine, yeah. but we haven't said many good things. The last two weeks, there is so much positive to talk about. And from an overall, beside, before we dig into like X's and O's, I want to talk about the, the Jaden Daniels experience this, yes. this year. It has been an experience with him. Uh, we get a guy, a transfer coming in, new quarterback in the system. He's not a um, he's not an unexperienced guy stepping into LSU. He's been playing for three years at a different school in the Power Five. At, in the Power Five, but the first five games of the season. And so we have this pretty um, we, we have this pretty big book on him. Sample on size, I think, is what you're looking a for. A huge sample size. Yep. Thank you very much. You're That's welcome. why we're a good team. Yep. Uh, we got this big sample size of him. And there is, from a quarterback standpoint, from working the offense to make it going through your progressions to playing in the offense, within the offense, the way it's drawn out to be, hasn't been great consistently the first five games of the year. Um, now, he's been the majority of the offense because of the, the challenge and the things that he can do with his legs mm -hmm. and his ability to scramble and get out. He's been a majority of the offense, but he still hasn't, didn't play within the system. But the transformation, the last two games in huge games, one on the road against a, a, a good Florida team, maybe not on record, that's a but a good Florida. That, that's, no, that's a rival. Yeah, that's a rival. Get a trophy for that yeah, one. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, what, Figure it out. And then a top 10 Ole Miss team in Tiger Stadium. Now we And I was careful of really pumping too much sunshine last week because it was just one game, mm -hmm. and he had five games where I didn't think that he, from a quarterback perspective, played within the system well. Uh, but now we have two games, two tough games. And the transformation that he's made from those first five games to what he's doing now is probably the biggest positive transformation that I might have ever seen um, from a quarterback at, at a high level. Right. Like, like a, besides like a high school, like a college or pro. Right. The biggest transformation. Now, you see transformations a lot that big, but it goes from positive to negative. Yeah. Right. But from being able to be coached, learn, and dissect the things that he was doing poorly and then to be able to apply that on the field. And and it seemed like overnight, right? And you don't see that. Like, so last week could have been an anomaly against Florida. Right. It could have. He could have come out and stunk it up, but he didn't. He got better. And what he's doing, what is the, the product he's putting on the field is great play. Now, not every play. You, I mean, we, there was a touchdown pass that he probably shouldn't have thrown. Guy made a great play, scored – that happens. That's football. It's just you got to trust it. Sometimes that's why it's a team sport. You got to pick each other up. But the way that he's staying in the pocket, going through his progressions, making the right reads, making good throws, um, he's playing at an elite level the last two weeks. And I hope that he can keep it up. But I can tell you that nothing has shown me that he cannot keep it up because that was one hell of a transformation that he made from the first five games just from a film standpoint working within the offense from the first five games to the last two. How much of that is is trust in his receivers? Because we saw that in the Florida game. Like He's like, you know what? I got dudes out there. And if they are one-on-one, -on -one, that is basically wide open because I can throw it up, they can make a play, and not reckless throw it up, but throw it up with a purpose. And then I think you're seeing the coaching staff put people in positions that they do well in better than, you know, like, hey – let's put you in the slot because you haven't done as well in the outside or let's put you outside because you're not a slot receiver, whatever it might be. And also you're giving, you know, giving Jane, uh, Jaden 
plays that he feels comfortable with. Sure. And you're giving yeah. him maybe route concepts that he likes. And it feels like almost that situation where it's like, okay, what do you like? What do you not like? <laughs> Cross out what you don't like. Let's get rid of that. Let's only put in what you like. Like Because, you know, Kayshawn being in the slot. Like, Kayshawn being in the slot, I think he runs crossers, and that's the thing he does the best. And he's really good run after catch. We're going to show a clip of him doing that. And also – he still is getting that attention when he's in the slot, so it's freeing up your receivers on the outside, so they're getting that one-on-one coverage, and so it feels like everyone's kind of come together. There's trust and there's understanding of what everyone wants to get done with mm. their skill sets. Well, football, football, by far, greatest team sport in the world because it's not just Jaden, even though he's yeah. going to get all the credit. It has credit. to be all 11. He's, he's going to get most of the credit for what other guys are doing, and he's going to get the blame when other guys are right. doing wrong, right? But it's also the coaching style. It's all those things that you just said. So finding out what, what he likes better, what kind of reads. Does he read left to right better? Does he read right to left? Does he leave top down, down to the top? Like what is his best – and then learning your receivers. What do they like to run better? Right. But I can tell you there's only so many past concepts. <laughs> That's fair. But this is a combination of being coached the right things. So the film breakdown – the quarterback coach, offensive quarter, head coach, being able to relay the message. And it's easy to relay a message when things are not going well. Should have done this. Should have done yeah. that. Here's why. And that's what was happening. But I'm telling you, it was Jaden Daniels being able to watch the film. And in a play that we broke down here a couple of weeks ago against Tennessee, which should have been a touchdown. Tennessee should have been a lot closer game if you just worked the offense. Mm -hmm. He got out of the pocket. And there was nobody around him. I can tell you that I don't know Jaden. Never met him. Never shook his hand, never looked him in the eye, talked to him football, anything. But I can tell you, he probably went home and replayed that play in the film study room a hundred times when he laid in bed, mm -hmm. right? And just sat there and thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. Because he has not escaped the pocket unless he needed to since then. That's right. And that those are one of those plays. His offensive line, to your point about giving everyone their due credit, mm -hmm. they've given him that ability to stand tall in the pocket – bounce around a little bit, not leave it, and yep. keep his eyes downfield. Yeah, and, and he's done an awesome job with it. And the, that's that's one of the mental like, – it's hard to make a mental transformation mm -hmm. in midseason like that, week to week, and he's done it. And, um, you know, maybe the first five games were just him – Everyone trying to figure nerves, everyone out as well. And, and the trust factor, you, you said it, yeah, there's a trust thing. But uh, – Okay, okay, let me The add, trust let, gets built in the summer, right? It and, does, it and does, it, and, and it's different now than when we played. Like, we were together for three, four years. Yeah. Like, we knew each other's moves. Like, we always talk about the Auburn game where, I mean, you just kind of come out and you're like, hey, y'all split back here, pick up the blitz. And we're like, yeah, we got it, we're good. Because we knew each other. Right. Like, now with the transfer portal, you don't have that ability as much. Like, Jaden was meeting a lot of these guys for the first time, and it's in passing, and it's like we got spring, and we're trying to hurry up, and he's trying to learn coaches' names and trainers' names and equipment managers, and, like, you don't have all that built in. So, yes, he was a vet. And I'm talking about a lot of people. Not, I mean, this is a team. Make no mistake about it. Like, when you look at the defensive plays in this game, you know, you got Wingo, and you got Garner, and you've got uh, Fouché, and you've got all these guys, Brooks. That's the leading snap getters on defense. All those guys came from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right, and so part of that is college football. It, it's college football now, baby. and it's who can the quickest get on the same page, create that trust, know each other, learn each other, and you know just do things where you don't have to have a lot of communication. Mm -hmm. Jaden can just look out there and, and give a small signal or a small head nod. I'm like, yeah. I know exactly what he wants me to do. Yeah, but but within the play, like yes. what, what he yes. did 
what he wasn't doing was throwing one-on-one balls, making the right way, going oh, my, going from progression number one to my progression number two to number three to number four to running. He was going number sometimes going number one and then skipping two, going to three, and then trying to run. Right? Yeah. He wasn't working the offense, taking what was given to him. But then when he had the shots, and we saw Brian Kelly's animation against Tennessee, you know, telling him take, you know, throw the ball, take the shot, yeah. blah blah. He's done, like so he's been able to take all these negative things and apply them, and that and I'm telling you that is so impressive to be able to do that and and do it well. And so if he continues to do that with the ability that he has with his legs to make plays that we've seen every week, and it's just going to get more and more deadly and dangerous if he continues to grow what he can do with his arm and it going through his progressions, his legs become such a weapon at that point. Yeah. Like we are talking about a kid that has a potential to continue to grow and be, you know, if things happen, I'm not exactly sure how all the eligibility, you know, got, come he, back for, he technically would have another year for, because of for the COVID 2023, um, you know, to make a, a huge, uh, a fun run at yeah. some trophies. I mean, because it's been that type of growth, yeah. I think, over the last couple of weeks. Now, as, as you know here, if you've watched this on Gold or if you've listened to us on the podcast, like we pick out plays, and it's not always just sunshine pumping. Like we'll do some of that, but we also, even in a game like this, 45 to 20, like we're just going to pick some random plays, kind of talk about the plays, offense and defense. I know we hadn't done as- We don't want you feeling too good at home. <laughs> that's right. That's okay? right. We don't want y'all thinking we're the best yes. team out there because yes. we're not. So got to have a little grit to you. Got some grit. We're going to show you bad plays. No, not all bad plays. I mean, we're also going to pick out some some defense. And I know we don't do as much defense because we're offensive guys. Offense is superior to defense. We all know that. Everyone listening out there knows that. But we're going to do a little defense bit of both. Sucks. I know you didn't. I know this is uh, – yeah, defense. I mean, come on. Like, which gap do I go in, Coach? Uh, a gap or the B gap? Ooh. People that play defense were just failed offensive players. That's exactly that. right. And, uh Yeah. If you're a defensive player listening to the podcast, thanks for uh, thanks up. for tuning in. <laughs> All right, this is the play to the tape, Harrison. This was the touchdown throw, but there were some things you'd like to see happen, maybe a little bit quicker on this one. Yeah, so this is a um, this was an interesting call. So we go five wide here. Uh, no, it's not five five wide receivers. I think there's a running back up top. Yeah. Ten, or no, it's actually eleven because you got tied in. So yeah. eleven personnel. What does that mean at home? Say it out loud. That means one running back, one tied in, and then process elimination. You got three receivers. Okay, so there's a running back up top. So we're we're, we're running a form of four verticals. Um, the slot receiver to the top here is going to run kind of like an outside fade go route. And then a three verticals from the bottom. This is an interesting defense. I'm not exactly sure why they called this. This is more of like a third and ten plus type defense that they throw at us. I call this three five three. So you got three linemen rushing, then you have five defenders kind of like in the middle depth of the uh, of the defense, and then you have three defenders deep. So three five three defense. Um, they run three verticals. There's no like great pass concepts against this because they have eight people covering five people. So you do the math on that. Uh, what I don't love, this ends up being a touchdown. A great play by the receiver. Awesome play. So you see three, at the one, bottom, great. this is not a bust by the corner at the bottom. It looks like it, but he's playing a cloud coverage. So he's supposed to kind of sit there in the zone. The safety on this side is the problem. He's supposed to get over the top, right? Um, but what, what I don't love here is the guy looks wide open, and that is exactly what uh, Jaden sees here. But he works to the top, so he works to his right, which is okay. He's going to work his progressions right to left. And then he comes late. You never want to throw – we call this like uh, 
like the cloud hole. Like it's, yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of different names for this um, in between the corner and the safety and cover. Well, two. let me know the name because I want to teach my third grade flag team the same thing. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of blanking on it right now. I didn't sleep well last night. All right, we went to a black screen, Harrison. <laughs> it's because it's because you kept hitting the uh, the rewind there. Can we get a clicker? Just give me a clicker. It's always just. I mean, oh, Cody, wow. you don't even show up anymore. Yep. You used to host this podcast. You just didn't show up one day, and you're like, "Hey, you got it." Mm-hmm. And no right. clicker. So this what. So he throws it up. It flashes. Jaden guy looks wide open, but he shouldn't be. The safety should be over the top of him. Um, makes a throw late across his body into double coverage. Guy makes an outstanding play. Right. And I'm going to show you why. So. He gets the ball, and he looks to his right. So it's our left. You can see the stripe on the helmet. Always look at the stripe of the helmet. You can tell where the quarterback's looking. So he's looking right, looking left. Nobody's open. He sees that guy wide open, and he rushes his throw, and we can kind of see a wobbly little lame duck there. Should have been interception. So this is one play that we just pumped up Jaden Daniels. We just basically said he's going to win the Heisman next year. But he's got to clean this stuff up. This is a touchdown. So you will not see this on the scoreboard. But this is why football is such a great team sport because one guy can make a bad play. I'm telling you, go go to the Bengals film right now. You can see Joe Burrow make a bad read, make a bad throw, and somebody picks him up. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes yeah. you throw and a pick, ha- and it happens. And it okay? has to happen. It, like it, your your guys have to go make plays for you. Yep. And like and, and we're seeing that, and we're also like when you trust your guy and you put it in the air instead of, you know, leaving a clean pocket, like. I know it's not great. I know you don't want to specialize in that, but mm. things like that can happen. Yep. And the, but that kind of play right there can also go the opposite direction. It can be picked off, things like that. So this is one thing that the coach, I would assume the quarterback coach, is going to well, – Jaden will get a minus grade for that play. I would assume. I would give him a minus grade for it. But it's a good learning. It's a good learning process. I mean, you know all about bad grades in college. All right. Uh, this is a play that – What does I that wanna, mean? I mean, I have I a degree, know. buddy. Yeah, I mean, your GPA is not only your degree. They don't print that on there. They don't. Good thing for you. All right, I want to go to this play degree. because this is what I think Kayshawn's just really good at. In the game that he had the SEC record over 300 yards receiving against Ole Miss in 2020, it was a bulk of this. It wasn't just shots down the field. It wasn't go routes. It wasn't you know, these huge over routes where you're getting large chunks of play through the air. It was really just crossers. And here, and you can break it down too, Matt, I mean – this is Kayshawn in the slot. It's a simple pitch and catch, but that's, in my opinion, where he's really good at. Yeah, so just for your listeners out there, this is the first time watching it for me. So I know. I like a little live reaction. I didn't even tell you I was putting this one on the clips. Strange defense. They right. love I don't know what LSU, and I love it. I love that they love it. They love a yo motion and a yo-yo motion by the tight end just to get things moving. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, because for me, like – as a, a fullback, when I was playing in the NFL, I did this all the time, and it gave me such an advantage in my blocks mm-hmm. and in my routes. I'm on the move, and it tells the quarterback a couple of different things as well. Love that they use that. This is a drive drive cross concept. So you got a drive route at the bottom. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago where we did. one guy, um, Kayshawn here, is going to run a drive route across the ball. Across the so field. This Auburn game that we talked about, off the, right? Yeah. Where they didn't hit so. him. Yeah. He's going to come off the butt of the tight end. The tight end is going to run a basic cross about 12 to 14 yards deep. He's going to run a drive. And then if you put it, we put an X cross. So the X is the solo receiver to the weak side. So up top, we got our X receiver. So this is going to be zebra drive, probably yep. X cross in the West Coast. And so the yeah, X cross is, yeah. is going to come underneath. 
So this is, uh, is going to come underneath Kayshawn. And you just kind of read that mesh point right there. And as you can see, against man-to-man, -man, you read your drive first. So you take a five-step drop out of the gun. He took a little three there, which is okay. Um, yeah, you read your drive first. And that is number one in the route versus man. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And it's simple. It's simple. It's simple offense. Against in a drive concept, for those of y'all listening, if you read man-to-man -man as a quarterback, Drive is number one. Then you go to your basic. Then you go to your X cross. If this will linebacker, the safety up top who has the running back. Yeah, so right if there, he, if you're looking, if, if you're he, watching us on goal or if you're listening to us, he's right there on the 20-yard line. Yeah, if he gets a little dodgy and likes to get caught up in the backfield, you can peak the, uh, you can peak the running back on a wheel route right here yeah. while you wait for the drive to clear. But, of course, that's not there. Boom. It's easy. And a drive concept against man, you you know, you can go like a big three step out of the gun, but you kind of see Jaden does a quick three step, so he's kinda waiting on his back foot a little bit. Likes to see a little bit bigger three step there. I mean you quarterbacks and your little drops. Well, the drop the there's there. a different like five step drop isn't a five step drop. A five step drop could look different in one play and it look, might look a little different in another play. It's all timing. You want to time up your uh, no, I'm kidding. I mean, I am the guy who screams outside foot back to receivers because there's a purpose why your outside foot is back. It's all about steps and it's all about timing. So Yeah, I wouldn't – don't try to, like, process <laughs> what quarterbacks do. you got so many calluses in your brain. It's, Relax. Yeah, it's, uh, yep. a lot of that is fair. All right, um, now I want to talk about some defense. And, and we don't do a, a ton of defensive breakdown here. And LSU's played a, a very high level of defense and the adjustments that they've made. They did it yet again. But, again, we're not trying to pump all sunshine here. This was a play which Ole Miss got you a little bit. And we'll show, like, some of the adjustments maybe that LSU was able to make. But uh, I'll let Matt Yeah, I'll down. say this. So we've been on defense this year. feel like we've been really, for the most part, elite at making in-game adjustments. Yeah. The problem with that, to me, is like, why do we have to make so many in-game adjustments? I know it never plays out. Like, games never play out. You want to see what their game plan is. You want to counterpunch, do all that stuff, which is awesome. But, like, I see us kind of playing the same defenses, the same, the same principle of defenses week in, week out at the beginning. And it's something I've been very outspoken about as far as the type. I don't care if it's LSU. Right. If it's the Green Bay Packers, a high school team, I don't like covered What's your high school four. called now? Tyler Legacy. Tyler Legacy. Go Legacy. Go Legacy. Let's go. Get it. All right. Sorry. Squirrel. Um, we're at cover four, that. quarters coverage. Yeah. We're not, not a like fan. It. So we played a lot of quarters actually, coverage. Actually, we, we are a fan. I should say this. We actually are a fan as offensive players. <laughs> we, are, we are a fan. <laughs> when you line up in quarters, we're like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank it's you. nice of you. Yeah, thank and you. I think it's a good it, – it can be a good change up, and it's it's like quarter, quarter halves is a great – It is. It's a great concept. Um, cover six for probably a lot of people out there. Uh, quarters to me, and if you disagree, it's fine. We disagree a lot. It's like a, I want to fill you out. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see what you're going to do. It's a safe coverage. You can, I mean, you can get beat in, in quarters pretty easy, but it's like a safe coverage. Let me see what your game plan is going to be. Right. Well, right on cue, Jake. You picked a play that really wasn't completely covered. Oh, I just picked a play. I didn't. I didn't yeah. even well, see what. Anyway. A little tutter here. This is a good throw. It wasn't a tutter. It was actually down the one. Okay, sorry. Yeah. A close to a tutter here. 
So they are playing Close. cover four. They're playing Close cover four up top. Then down at the bottom, they're playing man to man. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know what you would call this. And let me tell you something. If Matt doesn't know what it is, none of us do. You would say cover four up top and man to man down below. So that's not even quarter quarter half. But so. I'll tell you, this is this this ends up being dangerous because when you th- this is the dangers of this. So when you play man to man. You usually play man to man with a safety, one high safety deep. Mm-hmm. That is your your safety valve. He he kind of he kind of takes away the deep threat. You know, with inside the numbers, outside the numbers, you're one on one. But like inside the numbers, he takes away that deep threat. So we're playing a covers a, a zone concept on one side of the field. This our coverage here is split. Now I don't know if this was miscommunication, miss signals, or what it was, but this should not be a defense mm-hmm. in a playbook. For, for these types of reasons. So right. you got cover four up top against a two-receiver set. So that's safety. That corner are covering the, the deep quarters of the right side of the field. They're not looking at the other side. And down below, we have one-on-one man-to-man coverage. Safety has the tight end in the slot. The corner has the receiver at the bottom. And they're basically – it ends up being, besides that linebacker being out there. I think it's a, I believe you got a nickel there on the hash. Yeah, but he's playing like zone. Yeah. But, but it kind of ends up being cover zero because yeah. there's no safety deep. And so there's no, if this was cover one, if you're just playing normal coverage right here, yeah. like a normal man to man, this play doesn't get hit because he goes inside and he's one on one down the middle of the field where in normal man to man, this would be covered. Yeah. And then. Like when I say it's, it ends up being like a cover zero. Cover zero is an all-out blitz. I was about to say it's cover zero without the threat of an all-out blitz. Yeah, exactly. And so this is this should not be a defensive call. Yeah, it feels like some miscommunication because it feels it like the, it feels like the nickel is is kind of lost here. I'm not saying that he's the only one that missed whatever it was up top. You got the call and down below. You didn't get it there. But look, and, I, and I'll it, say like I love what our defense has done. I think our defense coordinator has done an awesome job. But I'm just gonna. I'll plead with him. If this was a real call, take it out to the playbook. <laughs> uh, look, um, I, I know Coach. Uh, it was a good throw. Give him credit. Good throw. Yeah. Good read. Blah, blah, blah. Madhouse is nice definitely dart. somebody that, uh, oh, God, you've been waiting literally all podcast uh, long what a, to do that. Yeah, uh, Madhouse is an absolute stud. And so, like, watching him call defense, stud. that's not something that Just I think. take it out of there. I don't think he's got it in. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't think that's – I just literally picked, I think, a random play. So, let's Sweet. see what happens here. This looks like covered – it looks like quarters. There we go. Oh, oh, it, okay. oh, oh perfect one just to randomly so swipe up here. Like, I feel really proud of myself Quarters here. going Lane Kiffin. Saw that we were running so much quarters, I swear to, he was he was celebrating inside. I don't know what, how to tamely say how he was very excited, but he was excited. He was excited. Yeah. So we get a double. This is a great play call, man. Against quarters coverage, you kind of get like a nod go from the slot receiver up top. So. So he's saying nod go. Again, I think most of you are really smart football fans, but you know, if if you don't know what we're talking about, it's just a quick, almost like a little yep. head nod. Yep. Like you're selling like you're running a slant Man. or something. Yeah, this know, is this is great offensive field. scheme, great offensive knowledge by Lane Kiffin and them. Because like if you normally run a four vertical, like a two by two, four verticals, the inside the two slot receivers against cover four, cover two, they run kind of like a bend. 
Yeah. So they don't just like run straight down the field on a vertical. If it's covered two, they run a bend to try to get inside the safety. And it usually becomes a big time alert against cover two, not necessarily cover four, but in cover two, because you bend it in. And so basically what he's doing, he's faking, like he's nodding to the bend to get that uh, safety flat footed. Right. And then he goes over the top. Doom. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. I think as a, as a, I think as a this, quarterback, Matt. Let me ask you. I think as a when quarterback, this quarterback, when you know you've got that called and you know it's quarters and you know it's going to pop, and you have a receiver streaking down the field like that, what's that thought process? <laughs> don't screw it up. Don't screw I it don't, up. I'm trying not to screw it up. Like you're, you cannot wait to get through the snap count to say hut. Yeah. Like because you know it's going to happen. Right. You know that all you got to do is make a good throw. Like it might be not this open, but you know you got a shot. Like I think I threw a. Uh, in the Peach Bowl in 2005, I threw, I believe, the opening, my first touchdown in, like, real action. Mm-hmm. Not in a game, but, like, in meaningful as a starter. Right. Was, yeah. the, was the Buster Davis. Yep. And we knew Miami was playing, I believe it was quarters, on the back, on the weak side. Mm-hmm. And so we basically ran a dig and go against them. And I remember in the play, we talked about it all week. Jimbo was harping on it. And that was the play we wanted to run in, like, the first third down situation or something right. like that. And – uh, pre-snap, I remember looking at the safeties, and I was like, no way they're actually going to do it. And I was like, Green Anthony, Green Anthony's at hut. I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited to get get the playoff, and I knew it was going to be there. You just have to make a good throw at that point. And, like, that's what this quarterback's thinking. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's ter- but this is why I hate quarters coverage. I hate it. And I think during the game this past weekend, there was multiple plays, and I think after this one, like, I was sending a, uh, a litany of curse words to our group text. Yeah, that that happened. Mm-hmm. That definitely. All right, this is a, just another random defensive play as we're trying to break down a couple I of like different. I like the randomness. It, I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me a little bit long-winded because. Well, it's fine because I, I have a script and I have a couple more that I want to get to, but I just want to kind of pick some plays and, and kind of see what else you did and mm-hmm. maybe what some of their adjustments were. This is interesting. We kind of basically the Russian four, but they're getting to a two-Tampa look Yeah, with three safeties. So Tampa two is basically – you better have a, a dog at linebacker if you want to run it at a high level. Yeah, so Tampa 2 is a great a, a great defense to run if you have a good middle linebacker, but it's basically cover two mm-hmm. um, with two high safeties taking the quarters, but your middle linebacker runs deep to take like the middle safety. Yep. It looks a lot like the couple plays we just, ago that we just broke down, the 3-5-3, three, three, mm-hmm. where you have three safeties deep. Um, but in this case, I'm calling it a form of Tampa 2 because we're rushing four here. Yeah, and he's starting, yeah, where he's starting from, where he ends up. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah. I'll take it back a little bit. It's like a. It it's, al- get, it's almost like a Tampa six. He doesn't get as deep as it's like a cover six Tampa. So you're running quarters at the bottom. So to the strength of the field, which you see a lot, and then cloud up top. So you see a lot of quarters sometimes to the strength of the field. Um, man, there's people open. That's third and long, though. It's third and forever. Yeah, you got to get that dig. And LSU's got number 40 on the field, so. Oh, look at this. Look at this. A game. Love it. We'll go we'll the end zone copy here. How about the athletic ability of Harold Perkins I'm telling you. to run the game, get his hands on the quarterback, not get him down, but be such an athlete? Because Jackson Dart's an athlete. Make no mistake about it. He recovers 
with ease. Yeah, look, I, and we we kind of broke this down with LSU against was it Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah. And we broke down the how hard it is to pick it up, but what we did wrong. Their left tackle seventy one here. He he's Harold Perkins is telegraphing this a little bit, so he should be working back to that guard like right now. Right now. Um, but anyway, but Harold Perkins is so fast that he doesn't give him time. The guard gets locked up. Our uh, our one technique there, Rashade, whatever you want to call him. It's one. He does a well, good job. Yeah, it's no, more of a shade. Yeah. You're right. But, man, look at that. Just that burst. Comes open. How about that, though? It's beautiful. I mean. Beautiful thing. I'm, I'm glad we picked that play out as mm-hmm. well. We're having some good luck. Today. Man, we did good. We meant to do it. We did completely prep. meant to do this. Um, man, he's a game changer. I know probably some of y'all are wanting that conversation. Like, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Like, he's different. I mean, you heard Lane Kiffin say it after the game. They're like, hey, what happened in the second half? Like, uh, 40. 40 came on the field for LSU. And we knew eventually it was going to happen. He said there's nobody else like him out there. Now, I probably push back on that. I mean, LSU's got some Jimmys and Joes on defense, mm-hmm. certainly. I mean, the defensive line, we could talk about Wingo. We could talk about Ojolari. We could talk about Baskerville. We could talk about a lot of those guys. Fouché had a great game. You're about to see a play from him. But he's a difference maker. And I realize he is a true freshman, and there's some things. And, look, I was very fortunate to start a handful of games as a true freshman. My head was spinning. I mean, mm-hmm. in Athens – going against UGA, in Gainesville, going against Florida. There's a couple of times may or may not have gone the wrong way during a notable. Yep. Like it just, hey, just I'll tell you what, he happens. learned. He did learn a lot this weekend, though, when he, made, when he had that penalty. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Brian Kelly taught him a few lessons, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it sunk in. So, I mean, anyway. That, I mean, that penalty. I mean, we love on, it, he, though. I mean, he had his hand. The guy pushed his head down. But, yes, you can't, you can't get those. But you know what, though? That was a great play. Harold Perkins is a stud, needs to see the field, and a great play design. And a great design by the uh, the 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 blitz there, not the blitz, but the uh, the game there. But you know what else has great designs, Jacob? Reveal suits. Reveal suits. <laughs> I'm so proud of you right now. Thank you. Radio Pro. Reveal suits, <laughs> a suit provider for LSU football, designs officially licensed custom suits and blazers <laughs> representing your college, your favorite team, or whatever your passion is. Visit revealsuits.com for all of your luxury apparel needs. Matt, I'm so proud of you right now. I kind of fumbled a little bit on the whole, I said blitz. I couldn't think of game. I know, but, but you did a really nice job there. Thank you. So, yeah, revealsuits.com. Very nice design. Hey, let's get one more play in here uh, before we get out. Harrison looks like he's about to fall asleep over there. Got to wake him up. A little sleepy boy. Um, this was this was another play where you're going to see a playmaker flash, and you're going to see a hell of an individual effort by, by Fouché to be able to get the interception here. But this is just, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. everybody's doing their job. Yep. Everyone's doing their job, and Jackson Dart tries to throw it up to his receiver doesn't see Joe Fouché, but and Fouché makes a play. Fouché, I thought, was really, really good in this game. Graded out extremely high. Y'all know we're big pro football focus fans. Graded out high. The tape showed it, and this was maybe his best play of the game. Mm-hmm. What are we doing, running back? What are you doing? Block him. <laughs> he would watch. What was what, he doing? Maybe the quarterback said something mean to him. Maybe. I should have done this to you more. Do your job, buddy. This is great. I mean, this is a game. Tigers win. This is a game-changing play. This was in the third quarter. I think it was about, f- what, four minutes left in the game. 
You see Baskerville, who, again, man, Baskerville's playing at such a high level right now. Harold Perkins playing at a high level. We're, we're mentioning him. We're talking about him. But Baskerville is right there with him. And, and look, the running back MAs here, I understand. But look at this. But still. He, he had to work to avoid this hit. Watch this. Yeah, probably didn't feel good. But that guy ain't playing. Yeah. I don't even know if he's a Heisman contender. I ain't putting him in. Yeah, he's actually – I think he leads the country in rushing touchdowns. Right, really he ain't playing. He ain't playing for me. So, But, look, that's if they give you that opportunity, you got to go make the play. Like, okay, your running back doesn't want to block me. That's great. I'm going to get a hit on the quarterback. I'm going to make him nervous. He's going to rush everything that he does. So he does rush. He doesn't see the safety because he's not really having the time to see if there's a safety over there because he's worried about not getting just planted into the ground. And you go make a play. And time and time again, LSU did that. Man, I love the adjustments they made. Yeah, they were figuring it out. It was, I said earlier in the week, Matt, it's like they're, they're a fighter, right? And they're trying to figure out, okay, what style is this guy going to use against me? Now, I've got a strong chin because they've shown they've got a strong chin. Mm-hmm. And they're just taking some shots, taking some shots. And then they become the counterpuncher, right? There's different ways to win a fight. Some guys come out like Mike Tyson. He comes out those haymakers. That's who he was. There's also great counterpunchers like Floyd Mayweather is a great counterpuncher. That's what he wants to do. It's all about defense and figuring you out and he's going to make you pay for any kind of mistakes that you show. Mm-hmm. That's he, what the sales shoot defense has been doing. Yeah, we can take a punch and we, but we've, for a lot of the, for the first part of the season, we had bad form. You know, we would, we'd miss a punch here. We would, it was so close, and we said it, and you could just watch the film. And I don't care. It's Football, being a fan, is an emotional thing. That's what makes it so great, and that's what makes it so fun. College football is an emotional thing, and that's why the SEC is so great because it's a, like you hate everybody else. You love your people with a passion, and, that's, yeah. and, you, and you're passionate about it. Like, you want, like after the bad games, after we lose, you want to just you – like you want to punch the wall. You want to get angry, but that's what's so great about it. But if you just break down the film, we were always like – one step late here, one missed assignment here. Yeah. Like we were, we've been in these games, we've been close, and like even the games we we would win, and it felt like we should have won by more, but we just, you know, we've been one play away, but we've gotten better, and we're we're minimizing the missed assignments. We're minimizing those little those little things that you talk about that make a big difference, and this is what happens when you can put it all on tape. Now you have to continue to do that because it's easy to go backwards. It's easy to think, oh, man, I'm good. I don't have to right. really focus on passing off that TE stunt this, this week because I've done it for two weeks in a row. That's a lull. Now, this is something Brian Kelly's got to coach against. Now, we're going to see him having to ground his guys probably a little bit more because back in the day, back before these little cell phones right here, you didn't get have to hear about how good you were or about how bad how you were. How bad you were, yeah. Right? So this, is, this right here has changed the world, has changed how coaches have to – not only be X's and O's, leaders in the X and O, but they got to be leader of men. They have to be able yeah. to – you have to know your room, know your, know your personalities, and it's hard. I don't envy being a coach these right. days. It's hard. Like, you used to be able to shelter people. Like, even like we were on this – like, we're – man, we're talking like old farts right now. But – Yeah, we are. Like, we didn't have – access to all that no so you could be like oh whatever happens I mean, outside these walls doesn't when, matter. when matt and i were in school facebook was so new you had to have a college email address to even sign up there wasn't parents on there i still have about foolishness in. i still have to do my you still at, do lsu.edu LSU. 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 there's no way you do can you change it that's a serious question i don't do a lot of i feel the, like it is a lot of the old facebook i mean i don't either but i was just trying to lay out the point world i mean 
the the worst thing you had to worry about was like the beat writer writing a bad article about you. And, mm-hmm. I mean, but you didn't have to read it. You didn't have to, <laughs> no, because you didn't get the paper. You weren't added on it. That's right. You weren't. It didn't go straight to you. Is that how you say it? Added. Uh, mentioned. Mentioned. Yeah. Tagged. Mentioned. Mentioned. Mentioned in mentioned. Facebook. Yeah. Is it tagged in like Twitter? No, it's mentioned. Mentioned. Yeah. In my mentions, right. what people say. All right, on that note. Yeah, let's um, shut this thing down. Real quick, uh, I do want to give one last shout-out. Makai Wingo played 79 of the 79 defensive snaps. Now, why is that important? Was he the only one that did it? No, he was not. Greg Brooks played all the 79 snaps. Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché actually both played all of the 79 snaps along with Makai Wingo. But I want to give him a shout-out because he's a defensive tackle. That's a position that rotates almost like as, as much as any. Right, Even like a Glenn Dorsey had guys like Marlon Favorite and Charles Alexander would come in and give him a little breather. Al Woods, a young Al Woods, who, by the way, is still playing in the NFL, which is mm-hmm. crazy. NFL football player. I mean, stud. But Makai Wingo is the highest-graded SEC defensive lineman right now, and he's playing every single snap. That is not something that anybody across the country really does. And he's doing it and doing it at a high level. A high level. Shout-out to the uh, Mizzou transfer. Again, another transfer portal find. That is paying huge dividends to LSU. That's pretty. That, uh, see, I didn't know this, but that that's one of those guys that strength coaches hate because, like, if you have to like punish them from like being late to class, or whatever, yeah. you can't. Yeah. Because they just don't get out of. Well, he also. Tired. You know what he did? He won the Iron Tiger offseason award for the weight room warrior, basically. Not shocked after those stats you just yep. said. So is that out. the what I won that a few times, right? There's literally no chance you ever won that. Now, I mean, yeah, we ran in the afternoon group, but don't offer the afternoon group if you don't want us to run in the afternoon group. Sorry about it. Yeah. I mean, actually, it was dumber for us to do it. It was hotter. Yeah. We led by example by working out when it was hot. Yep. Um, we, no, we can't end it right now. Oh, okay. Because you, we purposefully, since it's a bye week, we purposefully did not talk about Alabama. But we have to bring them up because – our buddy, buddy, last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you said that. You yeah, just I know. Uh, Our buddy never answered. Are, are we doing call. that? Are, are we doing this live on air? Um, yeah, we're doing it live. Okay, let's do it live. We're, we're rolling right now. Yeah. So um, I we think found I, a new winner for yeah, we, two Alabama tickets and two sideline passes. Yeah, we're definitely. To LSU Alabama for the – LSU's leading the SEC West, so this is I mean, about as big as you get. I mean, right Harrison, here. we're definitely using your phone. He's not, I'm not using my number here. Uh, uh-uh. not Bob. <laughs> not doing that. Come on, you got to get in the yeah, screen. Come on, come on, come on Harrison. Harrison. Let's go. Come on, uh, Philip. All right, there we go. Philip, excuse me. Yep, Philip Ribic. I mean, last name that guy. I mean, you might have been his last name out there. That's a good point. Take that. Cut that. This is really high tech. Hello. Hey, is this Philip? Yes, it is. Who's calling? Uh, Philip, this is Jacob Hester and Matt Flynn. We are recording Hay Fighting Podcast, and we wanted to call you to let you know you have won two sideline passes and two tickets to the Alabama game. Crickets. Does Philip believe us? Because it really is us. Cricket. He's still Cricket. connected. <laughs> <laughs> we got hung up on oh, Philip didn't believe us oh. Philip you won Philip did Phillip, not you believe won. us <laughs> oh Philip so this is what happens like when that's perfect you don't actually have, this is great this is what happens in good live radio with not a ton of staff members yeah, this isn't here. even live but we're keeping uh, every bit of this in here because he, 
normally you'd call him and get him on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this is cold call. This is like, Philip hung up on us. That's fantastic. Philip, you don't get the tickets anymore, buddy. I mean, I get it. If someone called me I get it, yeah. right before LSU Bama and was like, hey, I'm Jacob Hester, Matt Flynn, we're doing this podcast. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. That's um, so good. This has been Hey Fighting Podcast you, brought to you by Marathon sound, Petroleum. Dude? Did you sound like. I even did you like. You kind of did like radio voice well, though. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of a little sketchy. I mean, we are sort of on the radio. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't really know, Philip, if you're going to get those tickets do. now. Now, you hung up on this. So we got yeah, it's a pretty pretty big game, I guess. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. The full length of the podcast: LSU, Alabama, for the leader of the SEC. Let's West. go. Light nights of old, we fight to hold the glory of the purple and gold. Come on, you tigers! I said, fight, fight, fight! Victory for victory. Victory for 